On July 6, 1978, the founder of the Healthy Living Clinic at Saint Marie, Quebec, made an announcement. 30-year-old Roque Terriot told his followers that he had received a vision from God, revealing that the world would end in seven months on February 17, 1979. The time had come for the group to establish a commune in the remote mountain forests of Canada's Gaspé Peninsula. There, they would await the biblical apocalypse with Terriot as their abusive spiritual guide. Hi, I'm Vanessa Richardson, and this is Cults, a ParCast original. This is the 18th episode in our daily series on the strange prophecies made by different cults and their leaders. Throughout this month, we're taking a daily look at the myriad of apocalyptic predictions to try and uncover what makes these revelations so appealing. I'm here with my co-host, Greg Polson. Hi, everyone. Today, we're discussing the beliefs of Canadian cult leader Roque Terriot. He told his band of young followers that the apocalypse would happen on February 17, 1979, convincing them to live in total isolation in the forests of Quebec to wait out the end. Terrio's devotees would gradually become his slaves and earn the nickname, the Anthill Kids. This is your last chance to enter the Ohio Lottery's Fun Turns 50 promotion. Score $3,500 and two tickets to the epic party at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you could win part of another $400,000 in cash prizes. Enter the new 50th anniversary scratch-off or $50 worth of eligible non-winning $5 or $10 scratch-offs and My Lotto Rewards through the Ohio Lottery app. Hurry up. The last entry deadline is May 13th. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. In 1978, 30-year-old Roque Terriot presided over the Healthy Living Clinic, a wellness center that combined holistic medicine and natural foods with Terriot's own adaptation of Christian and Seventh-day Adventist beliefs. As the clinic's founder, Terriot assumed the role of a charming and charismatic cult leader. He convinced his small group of young spiritual seekers that he possessed special healing powers and could receive messages from God including visions about the forthcoming apocalypse. In June of 1978, Terriot announced that the time had come to build a commune and await the doomsday. He ordered his group to cut all ties with the outside world and to follow him into the remote forests of Quebec's Gaspé Peninsula. Several members left the group at this demand, but Terriot and his remaining 12 followers and a few children set off to scout for a location then, on July 6th, Terrio claimed to receive a new vision, revealing the date of the apocalypse, February 17, 1979. According to Terrio, the doomsday would be signaled by lightning storms and boulder-sized hail falling from the sky. Only the sinless among them would be selected as God's surviving chosen people. Three days later, the group settled in a forest at the base of a mountain outside of New Carlisle, Quebec. They called it Eternal Mountain and named themselves the Holy Moses Mountain Family. As they began preparing for the apocalypse, they earned a new nickname, the Anthill Kids. 
While Theriot relaxed, his followers worked like ants to construct a cabin and plant a garden for their commune. They often worked during strange hours, inducing fatigue as they ate nothing but vegetables from the land. That September, each anthill kid received a new biblical name, and Theriot himself was renamed Moses for leading them to this so-called promised land. Members were not allowed to have sex without Theriot's permission, and in October 1978, Theriot dissolved the marriages in the group. He married each of the nine females himself, telling them that it was God's will for them to bear his children. Over the years, the Anthill kids had as many as 26 children. To the outside world, the group looked like a homeopathic help group. They even offered smoking cessation classes led by Theriot. But in reality, Theriot was a cruel and manipulative leader. He taught his cult that Jesus was the bastard son of Mary, who he termed a prostitute. And he convinced them that their doomsday salvation depended on pleasing him. Theriot was particularly interested in controlling his nine wives. He divided them into two separate groups, an upper and lower class, and constantly changed his favorite, forcing the women to vie for his favor. February 17, 1979 came and went without an apocalypse. But Theriot easily dismissed this, rationalizing that human time was different from God's time. Meanwhile, he descended into even more violent behavior. In 1981, Theriot performed a botched surgery on a child, leading to his death. Theriot then forcibly castrated one of his other followers. For these crimes, he was arrested and sent to prison. The cult was ordered to disband, but instead they waited for Theriot. Following his release in 1984, Theriot and the Anthill kids moved to the outskirts of Burnt River in Ontario. There, Theriot followed a worsening pattern of physical and sexual abuse, which even led to the cruel death of one of his wives. In 1989, Theriot forcibly amputated the arm of one of his wives. The woman managed to escape and alert the authorities, which led to Theriot's arrest. He received 12 years in prison for the assault, and in 1993, he was sentenced to life in prison for murder. Theriot was killed by another prisoner in 2011 at the age of 63. To this day, he's considered one of Canada's most notorious criminals. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the predictions of another cult. You can catch our other episodes of Cults for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.